Sabrina Nanji writes for QPobserver.com, and we talked about the pressure, and whether it's internal or external, and whether there's a political win for the Premier of the province, Doug Ford, to testify in Ottawa at the inquiry into the federal government's usage of the Emergencies Act. He said he stood shoulder to shoulder with Justin Trudeau in that act being enacted. And Doug Ford did criticize the protesters a fair bit. And Doug Ford did get the OPP involved very quickly in Windsor, clearing the Ambassador Bridge when trouble began there. It's an important question to ask, and we'll ask Sabrina if she's hearing anything on the leadership front for both the other opposition parties, the Liberals and the NDP, as they search for new leadership. That's on Toronto Today. I always enjoy our conversations. By the way, we're allowed to have in-studio guests now. Like, when when are we going to see you drop down to Chorus Key? We can, we can cater it? Bagels? Coffee? You, I, I see you still got that pinned tweet with Doug Ford eating Kawartha Dairy ice cream. If you want Kawartha Dairy ice cream from Bob Cajun at 8 in the morning, we'll get it for you. Yeah, ice cream before 9 a.m., and I'll be right there in studio. <laughs> you got to pretend you're 22 years old again, where you can eat anything at any time, and it didn't matter. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't tell my uh, don't tell my my gym instructor about of that. Of course one. not. No, no, no. These these are these are as if he or she listens. Oh, they probably do. Um, so listen, um, Doug Ford and testifying in Ottawa. What are you noticing? There's starting to be a few more footsteps, a few more drum beats that he should do so. And what a weird soap opera esque week where he's aligned with Justin Trudeau, standing shoulder to shoulder about the Emergencies Act, and then 24 hours later we find out. Justin Trudeau's telling the mayor of Ottawa, yeah, that premier guy, he's hiding. Wow. Yeah, it seems like this is the never-ending emergency, you know, just <laughs> when I'm sure a lot of people kind of wanted to forget about this uh, so-called Freedom Convoy protesters and, you know, the havoc that it wreaked over in the nation's capital and, and Windsor and other places. Uh, you know, we, we've now got this commission and we're kind of going through, you know, the what happened behind the scenes. Uh, and, and, you know, for reporters, you know, a political junkie, it's it's fascinating. I mean, I'm just kind of chewing popcorn watching this unfold. But you're right. Uh, what's What's being revealed at this uh, inquiry is a lot different than what we've kind of heard from the premier lately. And pressure is now mounting for him to, uh, you know, speak under oath at, at and testify formally rather than just kind of, you know, come up and uh, go back and forth with reporters. So the latest, you know, call for Ford and Solicitor General at the time, Sylvia Jones, who's now, of course, health, health minister and deputy premier, uh, you know, she had a big a big part to play in this as well, uh, being in the ministry in charge of OPP uh, policing, which, of course, was a huge factor in everything that was that was happening. Uh, you know, we've now got the Canadian Civil Liberties Association kind of joining the opposition critics saying that, you know, mm. Ford has some explaining to do here. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, Ford has said that he hasn't really been asked. Um, the CCLA points out that the commission can ask him and if Ford refuses, they can then um, summon him and compel him. I, I don't know if it will actually get to that point. I think, you know, politically, it's it's just bad optics uh, mm. to, to maybe refuse if he is summoned. And, and, you know, the line from Ontario is that they've got their top bureaucrats there. They've handed over hundreds of pages of documents to kind of answer some of these questions. But the, the thing that's standing out to me, and I think a lot of people, is that we're hearing one thing, um, you know, from uh, in particular, city of Ottawa officials, including outgoing Mayor Jim Watson, you know, saying 
board uh, shirked his responsibility, you know, words that were echoed by Trudeau as well. And then we have Trudeau and Ford, you know, standing up at the podium just a couple of days ago saying that we were shoulder to shoulder. We were on the same page during this response. So there's certainly some more questions than answers right now. I think two things about what you said about the Watson thing. One, I I think, you know, there was some obfuscating and, and a little bit of hiding from Jim Watson during the occupation as well. And I think he he basically said we were, we were snowed under. We we got hit with an avalanche. The one thing I'd say is I think if Watson's criticizing Ford at the time, it's more meaningful than doing it in October. Do you think Ford doesn't see the win then? There's no political win for him in testifying. And I'd ask you a caveat to that. If this was an election year and an election was next spring instead of the one we just had, so there's a little less of a runway, do you think he'd feel more compelled to be there? Well, I think he's certainly, you know, maybe weighing his options now, of course. Uh, You know, I think that there's a lot of finger pointing happening. I mean, Watson said it himself, you know, there's blame to go around every level of mm-hmm. government here. And I think, you know, after the experience that a lot of folks had, um, they, they want a lot of answers and you know, maybe not a scapegoat, but someone to take accountability, some some clarity here on, you know, what happened. And so I think, you know, for Ford to speak to that under oath uh, would, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a journalist here. I want to hear, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. So I, I, I'm all for it. Uh, but, you know, I think it's maybe more of a cal- calculated move uh, on, you know, coming from the premier's office, if, if it's a will he or won't he type of thing. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Ford won a, a whopping majority mandate in June. He's kind of smooth sailing now for the next four years. You know, the electorate does not have a, a long-term memory here. So if you were to, you know, get up and, and say things yeah. either way, you know, uh, I think that, you know, chances are, you know, people might forget about it four years from now when he's back up, uh, you know, and, and voters seem to decide if they want to keep him around. So I don't know if this will, you know, make or break him politically speaking, but we've got the House coming back next week. You know, it has been relatively quiet at Queen's Park. Yeah. And so now we're going to have question period back, you know, opposition MPPs, you know, just hammering the Ford government every day in question period on this, you know, not to mention there's a lot more drama at Queens Park happening, right? We've got teacher and education worker talks happening, sky high inflation, um, you know, COVID, uh, another wave of COVID potentially around the corner and flu season. So there's no, you know, shortage of of things that Ford needs to be dealing with right now. And this is, this is one of them. I got 60 seconds. We've had it quiet on the leadership front. Uh, Marit Stiles obviously announced she's running for the NDP leader. The liberals can afford to take their time and wait this out a little bit longer. Give me 60 seconds tight. Are there other names you're hearing that either you're surprised they haven't announced yet or they've decided to back off and take a wait and see approach? What are you hearing? Yeah, well, the, the time is ticking for New Democrats. That's for sure. Uh, one name that keeps coming up uh, is, is Catherine Fife. You know, she's been the finance critic, a steady hand for the party uh, representing in Waterloo. And so uh, she's kind of been a bit cagey. You know, she isn't saying no just yet. But mm-hmm. anyone who wants to be NDP leader has a deadline of, of the first week of December to sign up. So, you know, time is ticking. And, and Marit Stiles uh, probably made a smart move here, you know, coming out of the gate first. She's got all this extra time to, you know, sign up members, people who will be voting for her in March. Uh, The liberals I'm hearing, we're not going to see much movement or even a date on the leadership contest until Mm -hmm. next year. It could not happen, you know, for maybe two years now. So they're kind of taking their time. Uh, Ted Sue, you know, former MP, uh, now MPP representing Kingston. He's one name that keeps coming up. Uh, and Nate Erskine-Smith over from Ottawa as well, you know, who might make the move to, to Queen's Park. So keep an eye on those guys, definitely. 
Awesome. Uh, you can read uh, Sabrina's work at qpobserver.substack.com. There's not many that cover Queen's Park more comprehensively, and she's got a new piece up uh, just a couple hours ago uh, with that uh, with that re- uh, constantly refreshed morning coffee uh, titled Short, Should Ford Testify? Go to qpobserver.substack.com. Sabrina, great to have you on. Thanks very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Greg. Sabrina Nanji from Queen's Park Observer.